<laughs> Sorry. This is not meant to be the pre-prod. I like the, pre- I like the pre-prod stuff. It's good. Are we recording? <laughs> yes. <laughs> see where the big light turned from green to red. I didn't see it. it. <laughs> right, okay. Go. Right, right. Chris. Yes, Jury. Somebody's here with us. Oh. Over in the wee seat in the corner. Yeah, yeah. This is Jules. I brought in my own seat. I'm not on the wee seat. It's Jilly Murdoch. She's going to keep us on fucking check, man. Welcome to the Good Roundup. My name's Stuart Steele and I'm the strategy director of Good. Good is a brand consultancy based in the UK. Today, I have... Chris Lumsden, who is the founding partner of Good. One of them. One of them. Hello. Hello. And we also have, and I'm so happy she's here, she's got the managing director role. It's Ms. Julie Murdoch. Hello. Hello. Well, thanks very much for both coming. I know you're very busy. and, and Enjoying that music. Really. I know you like a wee bit of that. Really. Mm. So the last thing we kind of went over, the email that we sent out, and we had some topics, which was good, and We've that was all... Two or three people listened to yeah, it as well. Yeah, it was, who could have, who could believe it? Have people stopped you in the street yet? <laughs> yes, saying, please don't do that again. <laughs> and the other thing we want to do is just maybe have a little a, a discussion about stuff, because this is the kind of stuff that we talk about in the office all the time. I want to kind of read you a tweet. This is where you yeah. hijack us and we don't know what's coming. <laughs> I know, it's, and it's a bit ch- worrying. Chatting in the office is one thing, but then you stick a pair of headphones on and a microphone in your face and it's not really a same thing. What we've got then is this little tweet. I want to read it out to you and then I've got a question for you. Okay, okay. go. So, and this is from Bogdana and she is a digital strategist in, in, in the city of London. Ooh, I've <laughs> heard of it. It's big. Mm. And her tweet is as follows. Woke up Monday morning to realize people are making me confused about brand proposition, brand promise, brand purpose, brand ambition, brand vision, FFS. And then she gets a reply saying, you forgot brand mission. And she basically goes, oh, double FFS. And I read that and I was kind of going, that, you know, a lot of purpose and brand promise and brand ambition. And so my question to you two is what is brand? And I think it's right that Julie goes first. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we discussed. Right. You say what you think, and I disagree okay. wholeheartedly. I, I hate all that stuff. Right. All of those words and things and descriptors, I hate them. They just breed confusion, I think. And I think a lot of people have an interest or a vested interest in keeping us confused about that stuff. Cause it's, but it's not, it's not difficult. It's not rocket science. So at what... What is a brand? Or what is it's, a brand? Or what well, is brand? What, or what, what, sorry, what is brand? Well, I think... But it's I, a very interesting... Nuance. 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 What is brand? Well, is it something like the sum total of all the associations that jump into your head when you think about a product or someone mentions a product or a service? Is it? Well, I think the thing that I remember when my early days here at Good was the slide, the, the, the deck, the deck that you created, Chris, to explain brand to clients. And on it, there was a cow with a big mark in its bum. And that was the beginning of brand because that mark told you that that cow wasn't eating its own feces and was kind of being, you know, was being looked after. Of yes, represented. I, that would have been better than the feces <laughs> line. But, um, <laughs> That's <laughs> why I'm here. Thanks, that's <laughs> So that's the kind of thing. But that is as opposed to somebody who wasn't taking their cows up in the summer and everything else. So to your point, yeah, probably. But it's I, interesting. I, I th- well, let me tell you what I think. <laughs> okay. Because 
when we talked about this the other day and you what is brand, you kind of automatically go to the default of what are the things that you parrot off when you're talking to clients about this stuff and it's about, you know, whatever that is, whether it's a set of behaviours or promise delivered and all these kind of things. Mm. And then I started thinking myself about what, what take, for example, you know, my ponchon for a bit pair of, odd pair of Lululemon leggings, for mm. example. And it is, it's the stuff that for me, well, ultimately it's what differentiates one product from another. But what are the things that that organisation or that product does that will elevate you out of that commodity space into something mm. that mm. gives you a reason to purchase beyond just it's a functional thing? Good show. I, 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 I did. I, I think it does have brand has the ability to influence purchase, doesn't it? Mm. And ultimately, to buy one thing over the other, yeah, whether that and pay more for it on occasion, or oh, well, and the difference between the cow branded thing is that we've jumped. That was a long, long time ago. I think we've jumped into a time where businesses and brands spend a lot of money curating what they want you to feel or think about a brand <laughs> I would, I would admit or a business. What? But the interesting thing, and we were, I was reading something about this the other day, is that you can't have a good. Br- so brands are built from the inside out. Mm. So you can't have so Lululemon lemons could be terrible products but you wouldn't buy them and essentially is the brand you know how where do you separate the product from the brand where do you think the thing the cow the the leggings the whatever from the brand because i think that's the but that's where i think that's where the behaviors and things i think do or whatever it is do come into play because if you take so they talk about as a brand they talk about being curious and about being innovation led and being design led or whatever the words are that they use to describe themselves but they do for example have uh, design workshops where they invite customers into their studios to talk about what they like and don't like about particular pieces of it. and they say you know bring in your favorite bit of gym kit your ba- favorite or apparel whatever you want to call it and tell us it doesn't have to be lululemon tell us what you like and don't like about mm. it and they f- they f- then f- basically channel that feedback that customer feedback back into their design team and then we'll talk about whether it's on their site or talk when they're releasing a new product about how that has helped shape innovations within their team. So that's them, I suppose, an example of them as a brand living their design-led, innovation-led thing that they presumably are. So again, it's the inside out. Yeah. So they're, that's what they're doing inside and how do they push that out? So how how on earth have we got to this where brand is a beginning of a word for any old bollocks that you can put in front of it, like brand idea? Brand purpose because we've, we've because like we've over uh, and so we've o- we've over intellectualized the whole thing, right? You know, mm-hmm. and I suppose we are complicit, we are complicit in that to some extent. And you know, the more layers there are, and the more complicated it becomes. Some people would say there's a, a corresponding cost with that, but making it more complicated and adding more layers doesn't make it better. In fact, it often makes it harder. We had a conversation earlier about a client about stripping it back to some core assets and the whole thing about codifying meaning around those things and, and just doing that over time. And that's kind of the essence of what decent branding is about, to aid recall and use the word salience. But So I think we've, we, we, we overcompli- it's overcomplicated. It's everywhere. And, you know, that, that sense of wanting to use those tools and create those brand elements, are, our clients come to us and tell us that's what they need. Because it's this, it, there's a convention now around it, built into it that you you've got to have this suite of things, and we let's be honest, sometimes laugh up our sleeve at that stuff because we know where it lives. Where does it live? Lives in a drawer. Correct. Lives in a drawer. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't carry that amount of information around in your head about a brand. 
But equally, it makes it, I think not only does it make the process more complicated, I think it makes it more, it makes a more complex challenge to then try and push it out into the, even internally, never mind, you know, never mind when you get to a customer point of view, but from an internal team. Mm. And and most of our clients believe that their customers know more about their brand than they actually do. And care more. And care more. They don't care. And is that why there is then this weight on you need the brand story and the brand this and the brand that to kind of give it more of a weight because I agree and and there is I can think of an example where we got a deck of 40 things and it was confusing brand with information so Mm -hmm. you can have 40 things about where it came from and how the product was made but that's not brand but in, in lieu of having anything simple to hold on to it just became this is all brand and it's not this is this is a product description this isn't brand yeah this is this is all over the place, like a mm-hmm. mad woman's piss, as my granny would say, and it's a, and it's that kind of thing where it just gets a bit all over the all over the place. And yeah, it and then quickly you can't see the wood for the yeah. trees, and you know you become blind to it, and you're in the middle of a a kind of meaning, you know, a, a just surrounded by meaningless information or a, about a, a product or a service, and the ability to focus and sacrifice, and uh, you know, to to focus in on 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 one or two things or one thing and then reinforce that and build it and build it and repeat and repeat and repeat. There's a function of time and money in there, but spending it the right way at the right time and, you know, just to keep repeating and, and codify meaning into these things and, and so that people recognize. It's about recognition, isn't it, really? Yeah, what was the thing you were, Mr. Ritson's thing, about the... It was about creating distinguishable assets. Yeah, distinctive it? And assets, and it's a, you know it's all of that stuff that we've been reading about, and you know that we know in it about Byron Sharp, and and, and these these guys, you know, it's it's the taking a sort of borderline scientific approach to to this stuff is, it's what it needs because there's so much received wisdom and and, and historical nonsense tied up in it, but it is just about focusing in on a few elements and. Treating executing them, them really well, executing them really well, consistently, coherently, and and not getting, not confusing what we do with high art. It's not. <laughs> but that's not to say I don't think the, the storytelling aspect of a brand is unimportant, and I don't think it. But I think it's understanding the role that it plays and not overplaying the importance of that. Because ultimately, if you've got a great story and a shit product, back to your point, game's a bogey. But I think you can depends where that customer is in that journey, doesn't mm. it? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, yeah. Exactly. It's not. It's. So, to get back to the question, because I like you know, but I mean, I, you've kind of got to go through that. So if it, it is, and maybe you've already answered this, Chris, is a brand essentially then a series of values that you're expressing about your company and or product to the wider public to help them? Because I've, I've heard, I'm, I'm now stopping myself defining this because I've kind of heard people say brand is the most important thing a business has which I don't think is true I think I think the most important I think it's very useful I think it's the most useful thing a company has well, and that it should guide everything y- yeah, that you do across yeah. all yeah it, it's a, a great navigator to kind of go do I want so for example I was walking down the road mm. yeah because uh, you don't drive I don't, don't drive I'm like the queen so I, I was walking down the road and HSBC at the moment are doing a thing where, where if you open up a home insurance account, you get a free security camera. I went, oh, oh, oh. I get in, so for you, it's 
a gadget. No, how many accounts have you owned? Uh, no, no, on, <laughs> au contraire, mon capitaine, au contraire. Because then what I did was... Something I, you can plug I, in. I, no, that's the only thing I can do. So I went, went, oh, a free camera, you say? And then I had a look at it and it had a Motorola logo on it. And I went, went, fuck no. that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say ben, Huawei. <laughs> ben, and it was weird because within, and I kind of caught myself, and then within a millisecond, all the stuff that I learned, that one logo was kind of got, that one logo decided I'm not buying it now. So why do you think HSBC have decided to partner with a brand like Motorola? Because I think most people don't care. You know, I care on that thing, but it's interesting the way. Do you think most people don't care? Though? Well, about, I don't know, but I, I was trying to be. I was trying to don't blame care about what the about fact the fact it's a Motorola badge rather than a Nest badge. A Nest most or people a don't badge. know. That's that's sure knows because yeah, you're, because you're invested thing. in that yeah, space. Yeah, that's my thing. So I get it, but I'm looking well, you're at You're a fraction of the percent of the people. I would agree with that. Well, Julia, but then... But know. then, well, you say that, but then the same would apply to clothing or to cars mm. or to whatever. Yeah, and yeah. of course people understand the value. They might not necessarily be able to pair it off what the brand story is, but they'll probably be able to tell you why they buy it. Audi over a BMW or a pair of Levi jeans over a pair of Replay jeans. Or and and I, can, I can absolutely tell you why I wouldn't want a... A Motorola thing in my house because I because I associate it with cheap tat and I don't think it's their strength and I think they're just and it's interesting it's all those kind of it's the values that I have decided that I have placed on and from mm. the codification point of view I saw well, that, the logo and that's the thing that's yeah. the role yeah exactly yeah. That's so I saw the logo and within what does I, that conjure up yeah, in your mind yeah and, and it's then, and that's why I'm saying it's useful but it can also well, be well it's the sum total of yeah. stuff that's what I said that's what yeah. I started off saying but. <laughs> yeah. I don't think... That's what he was saying. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, but that, so that, to me... <laughs> but that's fine. You, you're, you're invested in that category, in that space. Yeah, you yeah, understand. Yeah. So you, that, that brand evokes certain yeah. extreme react feelings for you, but to the vast majority of people who are opening up an HSBC account, Motorola is, is a brand of consumer electronics that they probably are relatively ambivalent about but they recognize it i would agree and i think and it's and i think that the reason that hsbc put motorola on because most people will go oh it's a, at least it's a branded product yes you know it's yeah. not it's, it's not a, a, and we'll recognize yeah, it and we'll it's recognize got some it. values yeah. so that the are code of the logo will go right i get that and to julie's point of like some people look at an audi logo or a bmw logo and instantly make the kind of decision of good guy wank yeah know, when it yeah, comes yeah. to what can I say? Wank. And, uh, wank, can beat wank that one count out. one. <laughs> How many fucks have we had? Just, I just the one now, I think. No, I think no, I a started couple, off. Maybe a couple, couple, maybe a couple. None from me, I would like. No, thank you. Well done. Well done. That's, that's why so proud of you. Raise really the game. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but the, but, but no, 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 but the thing is that that code means very different things to different people. Yeah, and I think that so the values that both negative and positive are put on that little M. That well, yeah, and weird, you then you get know, into that thing. At least feel something about a brand. The worst thing is to feel complete and utter ambivalence, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Mm. It is, but, it's, but it is kind of weird how, you know, you see a... You see a yellow and black wasp because most of that's the colour. You go, oh, they're dangerous. <laughs> Was that good? Are you talking about? Are you talking about hard, hard coded messages? Thanks, Chris. I'm yeah. glad you're here. I know what I'm talking about. I plugged all this in. My value is. I plugged all this in. Got to watch them wasps. They're dangerous. Dangerous what? brands. Those ones. <laughs> 
Are we? How dare you? I spelled it wrong. Speaking edited out. The wasps were a low point. This is totally staying in for the tribunal about how I get bullied about wasps. Where were you going with the wasps? Where were you going with it? Hard coded. You help me out there, Chris. Well, you recognise the thing. Yeah, you recognise the thing, and then you you see something and instantly think, yeah, yeah, and go, don't let Stuart hear it. He'll shite. But you know, the way we talk about this, it sounds easy, but. How many times do we get involved in work that's hopelessly overworked, mm-hmm. you know, and, and overly mm-hmm. kind of um, stylized? And this line between creating art and functional brand kind of expression stuff is interesting to me because I don't think it is rocket science. Mm. But I think that was kind of my point. The internal stuff, the la- yeah, recently we've, we've seen a couple of instances where a client gets to a point where they start to try and engage their internal team on what all this stuff means to them and what it means and what it stands for. That it, That's where you meet your first roadblock because people are going, what, what does that mean? And mm-hmm. if you can't explain it to your own team, then what chance are your customers Yeah, so you you end up with this kind of philosophical divide between the rainbows and unicorns of marketing, which talk about, you know, what the brand brand means and all the soft stuff. And then you get the sales team going, that's great. What What does that mean? And we do see that a lot. Mm. And it's just ignored when they're going out in the road. Mm. And it's just kind of branch manned. And Mm. and that's when... Yoga babble. Yoga babble. Mm. As someone may know. So Chris, to wrap this section <laughs> wow <laughs> are you going to say so what is a brand yeah. well so, from our perspective i yeah. think it's actually quite a, a straightforward and simple i don't want to say simple but no fuck it i'll say simple it's quite a simple thing and we shouldn't move too far away from that and let's you know look at the the key distinctive brand assets and let's work out how we work leverage them to to generate our a Fuck knows what I'm saying. No, it's beautiful. No, no. It's you know it what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> but to reach objectives, commercial yeah. objectives, yeah, sales, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, and let's not get confused with ethereal, meaningless, artistic endeavors. It's not what we're here to do. Julie, you got in to add to that? I agree with him. <laughs> that's good. Well, I, well, I think that's good. And I think, I think another chat. No, no, I think the other, another chat that we can have about is actually that stakeholder management. Which is interesting because once you've kind of got the the brand sorted out and the values identified and be able to be articulated in a way that will stay uh-huh. with people, uh-huh. as Julie said, half the battle then is actually selling that in and making sure that people see the brand in themselves and the day to day work that we're doing. I think that would be a topic mm. for another. Um, Indeed. Well, that was. Thank you very much. I've got a little. I just one more thing. I just want to talk about because it's very it's very topical. Corona time. And it's everywhere. And today was the day when uh, Trump is no Bans travel, travel from, from, from Europe, apart from the UK. Yeah, which is um, I'm somebody. I heard that it was because he um, he's got golf cl- golf courses in Scotland and Ireland, and that's why that was. No, the, was it not just to do with Schengen? No, I don't know, but it was. He doesn't have a golf course there. Anyway, that, this isn't a politics podcast. No, what? Where, where are we both? Where, where would you say we are with the Corona as far as clients are concerned? And as far as we are as an agency, who wants to pick that on that one? Hey, where we are. So you mean? Do you mean in terms of where we stand on how we are, uh, what we are doing as a business, or how work, how we are responding to our clients? A a bit of both. A bit. How are we? How are we finding? Well, uh, in the spirit of simplicity, as Chris has just talked about in the context of brand, we are. As I think our our uh, responsibility first and foremost is to make sure that the team from a health and safety point of view are safe so we follow the advice of the government and the World Health Organization and ignore all the 
Corona Babel, um, <laughs> of which there is a lot. Like it. uh, so it's largely business as usual. We're talking to our clients with there's commitments in place that are there's no reason to unless there's a specific health reason or safety reason to reschedule them. We'll, we're we're continuing ahead with those and just making sure that we have things in place so that people the team can work from home if they need to or blah blah blah. And there's that. two US trips still. Two planned, US trips still, still in the plan. One uh, both next week, which there's again there's no reason for that not to go ahead. Shoots and stuff that the guys are going out to work on. So we're just trying to be responsive if we need to be to minimize client project disruption and cost where there are things that we've had a couple of trips that have been cancelled because of client travel that's had to, because the restrictions have been put in place at their side just try and kind of limit the impact on them and ourselves as well obviously but I think understandably you know particularly clients we've got a couple of clients in the manufacturing space where they have a whole bunch of other issues mm. that they're trying to manoeuvre their way through at the moment as well. And, and no one, there's sort of a great unknown, isn't it, in terms of where we're going to be this time mm. next week, never totally mind next know. month. So, yeah, there's lots of lots of wait and see. But from a, we've not had too many, too much disruption from a client project point of view. But touch wood. Wait, touch wood so far. But we'll, we're kind of waiting to see really what happens over the next couple of weeks and then quarter really once we get into well hopefully once it's peaked and we're on the other side what then the longer tail of that looks like but you worried chris you're normally worried you're all right about it i i'm i'm worried in uh, as far as sort of what it does to the economy and the slow up and just more snarling up all that stuff mm. so what does it mean for the next three months six months but i think once we're over it and it's passing or it's deemed to be passing i think everything will roll back but so that i do think that economically people are rightly worried about small smaller businesses being mm. able to just hold Hang the line through enough, it yeah. yeah and we need to be aware of that too <laughs> but then you know the budget yesterday was reassuring to mm. a certain extent to see the, the mm -hmm. funds that are going in, or being put in place to support certain yeah. you know yeah. industries and businesses through it so it's yeah it's interesting times. It is, it's kind of weird because I've never really felt a thing like this. It feels like you, a film. You know, yeah, mm. it, does, it feels it does, like a movie. Even even the stuff like you know, I, I'm I'm barely old enough to remember the first Gulf War. Mm. Barely. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, but even that, because it was somewhere else, and it felt you know that was mm. a bit of a big thing. And I remember staying up late with because I was allowed to stay up late. To watch the the first bombs dropping and everything else, you're gonna go, oh, this is a bit scary. But then everybody was going to work the next day, and it didn't feel like anything, you know. Then those kind of the, the, this mm -hmm. is something. This is a threat that is on our shores, which mm. feels a bit kind of un, a, a bit unreal mm. and a bit unusual. And there's a bit of nervousness going about. It was six weeks ago. It was all the giggles on TikTok, and now it's I think it's now mm. a thing that's at your doorstep. Anyway, welcome to the cheery good. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was uplifting. That no, <laughs> was very uplifting. Let's, oh, let's yeah. finish I'm, by. I'm talking uh, about the I'm writing, a, I'm writing a blog piece about the naming of that at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be a bit about of the right, virus. I'll be yeah. a light relief when you're nice. Well, I actually think there's stuff we could learn from that, or co the corporate world can learn from oh. that. It's all go. back to the simplicity again, yeah, isn't totally. it? When, yeah. When's that going? Naming. I don't know. I'm wrestling with it at the moment. Oh. I don't know. I'm going through the typical curve of this is good, this is rubbish. No one's going to read this. Uh, there's something in this. I don't know. So I'm, I'm trying to work well, it through. Because there's three names. That we're dealing with. Well, don't, Chris, for the love of God, don't give it away. Do you know what I mean? There's people now on tent no, hooks. Literally, maybe tens of people that might tens, be interested. Hopefully, <laughs> maybe tens of people will be waiting, refreshing the good journal page. Well, uh, kind of. Maybe tomorrow it'll be done. Oh, that'll be good. That'll be good. 
Well, just as a little quick note about what we're going to be doing with these moving on, because I don't really know. But um, we're not just going to have a wee chat about stuff. I think there's wee chats about stuff. I think we'll still be doing things around the good newsletter. I think we'll still Mm, put the roundups. Yeah, the roundups, and I believe we might even have a a design input. Next yeah, we should. Yeah, we should get yeah. So I think Mike and has design done input into the oh into Mike, the Mike, Mike has done a yeah, yeah, post, yeah. so we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll have a chat with him if he's up for it, if he's game, and it won't just be us three doing all the chatting. We'll be getting uh, other people. Other people will be shanghaied into this wee room mm. and be asked probing questions like, "What is brand?" That was I have to say, it was that was not a great start. It's not for a question. It's not a mean? classic. What do you mean? Because it's something and nothing. It's everything and nothing at the same that, time. Chris, but I, I'm just checking here. Hold on a minute. Oh, I know what you're going. Oh, yeah, what a brand. Oh, what a brand consultancy. Oh, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> so it's a what? What is a brand consultancy? Well, yep, 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 yep. I know, but that's like saying to an accountant, "What is an account?" They've probably got an answer. To be fair, it's not exactly the same. Kind of is. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, on that. Cheery, positive <laughs> note. I don't mean to... No, yeah. but I think it's important because I think it, my point being... I can't believe we're back at this. I think my point being is that there is a lot of complexity around this and I think it yes. We like to try and strip all that back. Well, we did, didn't we? We stripped it back and we said, like, back. let's not be silly. Let's, let's just keep it, it, is, exactly. it just is what it is and no more than that. It is not that. What a great way to finish. I don't think we'll ever do this again, will we? <laughs> Are we one and done? <laughs> no, we're not one and done. We're two. Well, you said last time we were going to be done. I thought we we're were going to be ten and done. We're doing ten at least. We're doing we're ten. Do, we're doing ten until there's a petition by the government. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, right. Uh, All the best. Tell your friends. Thank you. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>